0: the uh, update to the Common Council, I want to start by thanking all of you for being here. And I know you have busy schedules and, and time, so we appreciate your, your attendance. I did have a prepared speech, but I left it on my desk so you're spared. But I did want to tell you that uh, uh, your presentation today will be given to you by Natalie Erdman and uh, Dave Schmedeke. But there are a lot of people behind the scenes who helped to make this, uh, this uh, performance excellence system work. And I want to thank the alders and the uh, city staff who have supported this effort and continue to support it and are enthusiastic up, about it. Uh, there will be a test at the end, so I'll take notes. And, and uh, without further ado, we will begin.
1: Good evening. I get to be the first part up and Dave will um, do more of the detailed thinking work. Um, the performance excellence, yes, so you can see me. Got it. Oh, I feel kind of funny. She do not want to see me. I can see Alder McKinney now, which is nice. Um, the performance excellence leadership team has been doing a fair amount of work, trying to pull together a lot of different initiatives at the city and get them aligned so that we can be more effective and efficient. So tonight we want to bring to you an update um, from our most recent work. And the agenda um, really gives us a chance to give you an overview of the progress that we've made in in establishing a performance excellence framework. Um, To present that draft framework, which includes a new vision, mission statement, values, service expectations, or promise, and a structure for organizing and prioritizing work, um, which we refer to as the elements, the seven elements of a great city. And primarily, we also want to, in addition to giving you this information, get feedback from you. The hope is that we can follow up with a resolution to be introduced at the Council and brought back and acted on so that we can solidify this base piece. Uh, vision, mission, service expectation, um, and, and the framework, and then start moving forward with implementation. Performance Excellence Framework should really assist us, both policymakers and staff, in better serving the community. How is it going to do that? It's going to help us align our work around a shared vision, mission, and service expectation. It's going to establish priorities so that we can be better stewards of our natural, economic, and social resources, It's going to help us engage stakeholders and include residents and city staff in the decision making. And it's going to help us emphasize the use of data as we make decisions and set priorities. So, this um, starts to talk about some of where we've been. Over the last two years, we've had a variety of ad hoc initiatives to engage stakeholders, improve the use of data, set priorities, and establish a shared vision, mission, values, and service philosophy. We've had an engagement, uh, an employee engagement initiative. We've got the Racial, racial Equity and Social Justice Initiative. We have Re- Results Madison, which started as an outcomes based budgeting initiative. We have an open data initiative. We have Imagine Madison, which is the update to the comprehensive plan, which is really where we got the community to give us input on our priorities. We had the guidance teams, which also was a way for staff to give us policymakers and and management um, information on what they think priorities should be and how we should track our performance. We had a department and division heads retreat over a year ago where we talked about what are the vision, what is our service philosophy, what should be in our mission, and then we followed that up with a council retreat where we had that same discussion. And so what I want you to take away tonight is as we present a new vision, mission, and service philosophy, we didn't just take those things and uh, make them up new. What we did was we took all of those initiatives and started to align them so that they actually had a framework, and and we hope that it reflects uh, all the information that we've gotten from the council, from uh, department and division heads, from staff, and from our community. So what we're really doing is sifting and winnowing through all that information and putting it in a context so that we can use it more constructively going forward to align the work we do, better meet our goals. The performance excellence leadership team is made up of alders, representatives from the mayor's office, and department and division heads. And we started with that group and we quickly learned that that group can talk really well, but they don't actually put things down in writing and produce things. And so we've added to that team um, both Melissa Gumbar from Human Resources and Connie Thompson from Minota Terrace who both have a deep background in operational behavior or organizational behavior and could really help us make forward movement versus just talking through what we think or what we feel. And then it became clear to us that we were not very good at how we were communicating this work and so the work that was being done was staying in the room of the performance excellence leadership team and that's not going to be an effective way for us to actually implement. And so we rolled together the public information officers and have been fortunate enough to have the public information officer from the library join our team so that she can actually help us craft our communication plan and develop one that can be used both for um, our citizens or actually our residents um, as well as for our staff and alders and we can really get a better set of talking points about why are we doing this, why is it important and how is it supposed to work. And then we realized that um, communication plans without visuals aren't that effective, that if you don't really have um, that talent in branding, uh, it's very hard to to make um, a motivational presentation. And so we were fortunate enough to have from IT Sarah Edgerton, and Deborah Thompson joined the team. and they've really helped with some examples of branding. And this communication plan and branding is really a work in process. So it's not meant to be something that you're going to look at and review in the near term, but it's something that I think you should be aware of that we're really looking at rounding up that team so that we have an ongoing initiative that has all the supports that it needs to be successful and to be communicated. There are five parts to the performance excellence framework that we're going to talk about tonight. They include a new vision statement, a new mission statement, values, service promise, and the strategic priorities are the elements, seven elements of a great city. Um, And I think at this point I'm going to turn it over to Dave, and Dave's going to actually walk through these pieces. He'll probably go through all of them and come back so that you can then discuss um, each of the sections.
2: Thanks, Natalie. Hello, everyone. We'll just go through each of these and... um, these five parts that sort of make up um, the framework. And then uh, we really want to hopefully get some feedback from you um, as we move towards introducing a resolution that will uh, put all of this into place um, in two weeks. So the vision um, that the the teams come up with is really what we've drawn from the retreats we've held uh, with you, the council, with the department division heads, um, what we've heard from the community through the Imagine Madison uh, outreach efforts. And uh, so this vision is that we're an inclusive, uh, we're innovative, and we're thriving. So that's what our Madison uh, is. We'll come back to this so you can think about it a little bit more. And this is just how um, the communications and IT um, folks who are helping with this kind of envision how we might uh, reflect this, for example, on our business cards. Um, And we would use this as part of branding what we are as a city. Uh, Here's another example Uh, things like this might be on the side of buses or something like that but we'll talk more about communications at a future update meeting. Um, We stepped back and we looked at uh, the mission that we've had in place for many years and we came up with again the one that you um, that you see up here on the screen that it is Uh, Our mission to provide the highest quality of governance and services for the common good of our residents and visitors through civic engagement, through dedicated employees and elected officials. And again, we tried to pull in what we heard at the retreats, um, what we've heard through um, uh, other uh, efforts that we've been engaged upon over the last couple of years. So that's the mission. Um, Our values, that's what helps really um, uh, guide our decision making. What is it at our core that uh, we are trying to um, strive for, that we're trying to embody as a community in our decision making? So at the top of that list is equity, and we've had our efforts around um, equity, and we need to permeate that through everything that we do. We're committed to equal outcomes for all, and we will promote fairness and justice. Uh, we have, as a high um, value in our community civic engagement, and through that we value transparency, openness, and inclusivity and We will protect freedom of expression and engagement we 're also a community where we want people to feel safe um, and have a sense of a good sense of well being so we 're committed to creating a community where all can thrive and feel safe and The team spent a lot of time thinking through. Um, what the the precise wording should be, so we really hope to hear from you on um, do these things resonate with you. A big part of what we do in our community is uh, shared prosperity. How do we grow our economy in a way that all of our community can um, participate in that prosperity? So we're dedicated to creating a community where all can achieve economic success and social mobility. And then finally, stewardship in all of its senses Um, How do we care for, and we will care for, our natural, economic, and social resources? So those are the values. Um, Again, they're drawn from a lot of the efforts that you've participated in, department heads, um, as well as what we've heard from the community. Now we move to um, sort of what are our expectations every day uh, in terms of what the work of our employees um, do? And um, we've had a number of different versions of this. Uh, I think in our earlier, um, in our previous iteration of mission, vision, values, and so on, we had service, a service philosophy. And we thought uh, service promise would be um, a very clear commitment to the community. And you can see here we talk about that I will have the highest expectations for myself, my fellow employees, so that every day, I will treat everyone as they would like to be treated serve coworkers and members of the public in a kind and friendly manner, involve those who are impacted before, we make, before making decisions, listen actively and communicate clearly, and collaborate with others to learn, improve, and solve problems. So we really tried to capture that overall sense of how will we interact with the public that come to us or we go to them, how will we treat each other, and how we uh, make decisions, how we be inclusive in making those decisions. So that's the draft service promise, and this is how, um, again, the IT and communications folks kind of envision how this might be marketed, for lack of a better term, uh, both to the public and internally, and really um, capturing both color, uh, in terms of the colors that are up there, as well as the individuals that are um, participating in our in the work of the city and uh, finally um, we have and you've heard about these before, and um, I think have engaged quite a bit on them through retreats these are the elements of a great city and this is informed uh, primarily by two um, sources one is the imagine Madison outreach effort the other are the guidance teams um, that tried to form the um and the department and division head efforts around um, you know what what are the goals of a What are our citywide goals? And kind of coalesce this into elements of a great city. So economy and opportunity, neighborhoods and housing, green and resilient, land use and transportation, culture and character, healthy and safe and effective government. So these are the elements of of a great city that we're trying to achieve through the outcomes we'll be developing. And then through the efforts of Results Madison working with the departments, identifying the services they provide, and performance measures that help those services achieve the outcomes towards these elements. And so um, you saw this at the retreat a few months ago and and provided some uh, feedback at that time. So that's a quick run through mission, vision, uh, values, and so on. And then um, uh, we want to just give you a quick status report on where we're at with the performance excellence effort Um, The line of sight team, which helps to sort of below that level of the performance excellence team, keep all of the various uh, efforts that are underway with the initiative and in other areas, such as the racial equity and social justice initiative, employee engagement and things like that, keep everything aligned. And so this framework that you see uh, is a result of the efforts of line of sight together with the leadership team. The voice of customer. Uh, Group, which is concerned with both internal and external customers, uh, is in the process of um, putting together uh, an engagement um, kind of protocol or approach that will include both external and internal surveys. The voice of the process, which is focused on how do we do our work every day and how can we improve that work aligned with achieving those outcomes. Um, they're working on a me- methodology and they're re- ready to begin piloting that. We hope to see that over the next few months. Uh, Results Madison is probably the furthest along of what um, the work that's been doing, been engaging many agencies. We have sort of a phased process of bringing those agencies um, through a service inventory process, through a um, Uh, performance uh, measurement identification process and combined with that developing data action plans to support those uh, performance um, measurements uh, connected to achieving our outcomes. And then as uh, Natalie referenced, we have sort of formed a team, brought the public information officers together along with um, folks from information technology and are in the process of developing that communication plan to market. what we're talking about here and how we move forward as an organization on these efforts. So, that's a quick status report. Um, so, next steps is really to talk to you this evening and hear from you about these um, mission, vision, and uh, values and uh, service promise. So, at this point, start a discussion, and uh, just so you know, um, the media team. Once you talk, they'll pick a, pick up your mic, and so it'll be heard over city channel. There you go. From
3: above. From yes. above. Yeah.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: yeah, I have a few on the uh, uh, on the mission, um, and I, I guess this is missing both from the mission and from the value statement. Can we there so we can see
5: the mission. Oh, the yeah. sure, okay. mission. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Thank you. There you go. Um, is that we want to extract or create a fair value for the revenues that we get from residents, that we're conscious of that. And I guess that goes both in the mission um, as well as the um, uh, values part. And it wouldn't be under stewardship, though we are stewards of right. tax dollars. Uh, I think we're talking about a different kind of stewardship there. Uh, but I think it involves the aspect of prosperity for our community, yep. that we, um, we're given a, a lot of money from our residents, and we should use it uh, to the greatest extent and to their best benefit. Absolutely. Okay, so that that's uh, one piece on the... Um, issue of values I don't
1: mean to interrupt your thought Mm -hmm. train but I think we did have um, conversations around um, delivering value and I I think in my thinking that it was really under that stewardship and maybe that is not clear but really under stewardship we're looking at all the resources that our community has and using those in a manner that um, is responsible yeah. So it might not be picked I think up it's directly. Very
3: general. That's very. very. That's I didn't. I didn't see it at yeah. all. I mean, though that's good that we're stewards of uh, the social resources and so on. We have a particular responsibility for the money that we get um, and that we directly control, and that's a different thing than sort of um, us creating certain parameters and rules around other kinds of, of uh, resource use which is pretty limited but we can really control uh, the money that we get and expend
1: and I always thought we were catching that in economic that in our economic stewardship that's about those economic resources that we get and making sure they're used wisely but I think that's really good feedback yeah. and we would want people to be able to see what you're talking about.
3: Yeah I think that that um, yeah, I didn't read read it into that, and it's it's pretty subtle. So that idea of financial yeah. stewardship. Yeah, financial stewards. Yeah. Okay. And we're leaving it up to you, Dave, to you. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> <my. laughs> you know, <it's, laughs> the
2: financial steward. Right. Yes. So, we no, that we're facilitate. all
3: respo- yeah. we're all responsible for yeah. you know all the employees and, and yeah. especially elected officials. The second part in the into the uh, service promises. Uh, is so that it's called? Service? The service promise, yeah. yeah. Um, it, it's The uh, first one really kind of caught me because it's, it's quite a, I would say, um, subversion of the golden rule. Um, I mean, I think it's we're treating everybody as I would like to be treated. I mean, when you're treating everybody as they would like to be treated, then you're almost – then it's one step to how you think they deserve to be treated, and and we don't know that. We don't know what how somebody thinks they should be treated, but I know how I want to be treated, yeah. and that's why the golden rule is what it is.
2: I think you've cycled quite quickly through the thought process that the, the team had, and mm-hmm. uh, I
4: don't know, Alder King might
2: want to chime in
3: okay
4: <laughs> this this is referred to as the platinum rule, which is better than the Golden rule because quite frankly i don 't want to be treated the i don 't want to treat other people the way I want to be treated because what if that 's wrong? What if I am an introvert and you 're an extrovert i don 't want to treat you the way I want to treat you the way an extrovert wants to be treated. I know that's a stupid example, but the, this whole rule comes from customer service, which is what this <laughs> is. And in healthcare, we teach our nurses and our clinicians that they should treat the patient the way the patient wants to be treated. How
3: you think they would like to be treated?
4: Well, no, we ask them how they want to be treated, and they tell us, and then we do that. So I don't, I, don't, I don't make an assumption about how people want to be treated. I make an assumption on some things, like that we'll spend our tax dollars wisely. Um, but I don't make an assumption that everyone wants their streets plowed the same way, or um, they want bike paths everywhere, um, or crossings on Winnebago Street the same way. Um, so I think this was a very intentional thing to oh, say sure. How are we, how are we going to treat the residents? And it's their voice that counts, not our voice. Does that make sense? I'm done.
6: Words (coughs) are magic, aren't they? Um, So I have one one word thing, and but (coughs) not a hill I'm going to die on. But uh, so if you. although I feel kind of strongly about it, but on equity, about equity it's true. I know shocking that I would feel strongly about anything. Equity. So the concept of fairness is one that is very often debated in the field of equity as not actually actually being the opposite of equity, because fairness comes from the idea that if you treat everybody equally, they things would just work out. And it turns out we do there is no fairness. Um, a history, and what has brought us at this point in our lives is not fair to everybody. So actually, it's just contradictory. And I was just reading a blog about it today, so it's top of mind for me about philanthropy and fairness and how people think that, that traditional philanthropy is all about you know you're fair, you get, everybody has the same chance. Um, you know, interview processes are fair, everything's fair, um, and the result is not actually that. So, anyways, I would just prefer us to use another term than fairness in defining what we mean, because it comes, yeah, we're committed. Yeah.
5: Anyways, that's it. I'd like to follow up on that. Yeah. Thank you. So what other terms would be better? You know, justice is good.
6: (laughs) So (laughs) justice is good. Um, And, you know, I'll think about another word, but I just do think those things are actually in contradiction. I
2: don't know how you think
5: equality
6: could be something that can get close to, I mean, and I think fairness. already there.
5: It's already
6: there. Oh, it's already there?
5: It's oh, yeah, equal the, the, at the...
6: Yeah. Okay. So what fairness, I mean, Siva, um, I understand where you're coming from, but at the same time... i send you all the blog. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> when you say fairness, are you looking at a subject or an event? Where are you using the fairness? So you cannot just say generally open fairness like that. But, you know, uh, if I have to give everybody this piece of paper, I want to be fair that everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. You know, so at least we know that fairness is acceptable fairness. So where are you measuring this fairness? So I'm
4: just
6: thinking that maybe equity is the word we're looking for. Equity everybody gets. Yeah. No, that we have Equity is the subject uh, there right. but, said that.
2: Not
0: so here, here's the yeah, convert. I mean, yeah, here that's
6: that's, is a... I think that's
2: what, uh,
0: Uh, um, um, (laughs) uh, So here is
6: a simple you'll see it in the blog but I'll use the same analogy again just because it was top of mind for for me. You could so if I have five people and I say you get one sandwich You get two, Mm -hmm. you get one, and you get one. By the definition of fairness, that is not fair. But it turns out that by equity, that could be because it turns out that that's the only meal you're going to get all day. So I'm going to give you two maybe because you can take one home. Mm -hmm. I'm going to give you one, and I'm going to give you zero because you just ate and you're full. So that's a very simple way to say it, but that is why fairness and equity actually are really in contradiction of each other. Um, and I'll send you the blog. I can't come up on the fly with a word, but just like a
5: yeah. or just we will promote justice. I, promote I, justice I have so a we question. Were,
1: were you trying to get
5: at a process question with the word fairness, like fair process? Right.
1: That's so it. it's hard to say exactly what we were trying to get at <laughs> because these, you know, as these conversations do, everybody some attribute sometimes different meaning to the same word. We did talk about not wanting to use the word equal, because we thought equal was you get one sandwich, you get one sandwich, you got to get one sandwich too. So we avoided that.
6: What um, they did, they did.
1: And, and so I, you know, I think this conversation is, is uh, equal in quality as anything that we had on, on the words. And we did often find ourselves looking up, you know, what are the synonyms for this? Mm-hmm. And you know, people say, well, I think it means this, I think it means this. Well, actually, here's what the dictionary says. So, All of us had our phones open to Google searches it's
5: for words all the
1: time. <laughs> um,
5: and this is exactly what we were hoping for, is this sort of discussion around this, so
2: thank you. Other thoughts?
5: But if there is a, a process point you wanted to get at under equity, I wouldn't want to lose that, and I would want to work a little bit harder to find the right way to say it.
1: Looking around for some other members, and, and maybe Connie and Melissa, or, or Greg's back there, the others who whether there was some process thinking behind that word, I don't remember any.
2: Well, I think what we did was we
1: were we were keeping in mind the Racial Equity Social Justice Initiative and their definition for equity that they use, that we use um, as a city. And they use fair and just. So it's not one or the other, it's both. So you can't separate fairness from justice. They're inherently linked. Um, and I think the process around that is just how we're using, how we're operationalizing equity. And so we, we kind of tried to incorporate that in here some, but I think that the suggestions of maybe um, removing the fairness and keeping just justice would still honor the work and still make it a, a value statement that we could we could certainly live with. I don't know if you have any other recollection. Nope.
6: To what Alder Chamber was talking about. I mean, I do think if there's a process thing. So, I mean, to me, the words that come with process is really the, the open and transparent part of a process more than whether it's again, fair, because that's right. And so I, and I don't know if we want to express, and if there was discussion about expressing what we have as values for our processes because, again, a lot of our of our decisions are a result of our processes. So if we want to have something in our value statements that would express what, how we feel our overall processes should be, then I think we do need to find some ways of expressing it. But the words that come in, to my mind are more about openness and transparency and than fairness.
5: Yeah. And I think Melissa um, hit it on the head when she said um, line of sight actually did this work right and then took it to the larger leadership team and in line of sight it's properly named because what we're looking for is alignment and um, as Melissa stated the words fair and just are in the equity initiative and so we were trying to align the equity value around work that's already been done so that's where it came from but we'll go back and take a look thank you
2: Thoughts on these concepts, ideas, words. All right. Well, so the next steps will be. I think we. I think we had some great discussion around this, and um, we'll be putting this into a resolution and introducing it uh, in two weeks, and then it'll work its way through the process, probably to um, CCEC and and others, so more input can be. Uh, can be gotten and we can put this into into effect and and move forward and then we'll be back again in three months to give you another update on where we're at with uh, uh, with the initiative so Sorry, one more thing. oh yes
5: what does NH stand for because it doesn't stand for land use neighborhood in-house in-house. but but those things have changed uh, not NH yeah yeah just go to the elements it yeah. didn't match up with the words you used. Yeah. NH, land use and I think transportation. It was neighborhoods and
2: housing at one point, but we'll fix that. The purple NH. What letters are those? It's a typo. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is, that should be LT. I, just, I think it's just a typo. Oh, okay. Yeah, but thanks for pointing that out. Yeah.
4: Thank you. <laughs> oh, really? It's all our The
5: purple NH.
0: We'll fix that. Thank you. Thank you all. If you come up with any other ideas afterwards, you can feel free to email me or uh, any one of us on the leadership team and share them with us. So, thank you for your time. Appreciate it.